This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Silver and Black today. And obviously, we're going to podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Scott Branson, your host. Mo Moten is my co-host. And you can follow everyone here on, on the X, on Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. But you can find us there. The show is SNB Today. Mo is M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Mo Moten. At Mo Moten. I am at LV Gully. Jump in the conversation. We had some negative ones last week. I say negative. I I shouldn't say that. I should say people were a little shaken last week, and they were not very happy, even though football's back. We had the Hall of Fame game on Thursday night, and then, of course, the Raiders take on the 49ers this weekend. In addition to the practices they will hold prior to that in Las Vegas, joint practices, so that'll be fun. Okay, Mo, some names that are coming out of camp from our good friends who are covering camp there in person include a guy that you've talked a lot about. I know we've talked about him on the show quite a bit, and that is Jacorian Bennett, the cornerback, who, when asked about doing well, said this. He said, hey, um, and and one of the things that he was really keen, and I love, I mean, Mo, I love hearing this from this kid because when you hear a rookie come in, and not only are, the, are you hearing that they're playing well and catching on quickly, but then they say all the right things, right? They're, they're, they're smart. Uh, and here's what he said. He said, um, listen, he said, I just, it's good to be out there with people like Max Crosby, MP, Marcus Peters, Divine Diablo, just all those guys just kind of look up to them, see their routine and how they kind of maintain their bodies, talking with the safeties to try to learn the defense. But overall, it's been good. I just like to ask questions because Devontae Adams is arguably one of the best receivers, so I just try to get out, get his knowledge. Like, what gives him trouble? What can I do to kind of elevate my game? And then with Marcus Peters, he's a ball hawk. I think he's like 32 in career interceptions, he says, so I just try to pick his brain to see how I can kind of slow the game down and just try to make plays like how he does. That's what you want to hear, Mark. He's, he's learning. He's learning not only playing from Marcus Peters, but he's talking to his safety teammates to understand what they're doing on defense. He's looking at Max Crosby and his dedication. Crosby is in there at 5.30 a.m. before anybody working out. Man, not only is the kid doing well on the field, but he seems to be tuned into what exactly he needs to tune into to maybe grab a starting spot on this team to kick off the season. 
there's one thing that I heard that I really like what he said. He said, I'm not on social media much. I think that's important <laughs> because what that tells you is he's not into the distractions. He doesn't Correct. he doesn't care for the positive adulation. He doesn't care for the for the for the criticism that's going to come from Twitter because a lot of people on Twitter can't do what he does. So why would he listen to a lot of people on Twitter? He's 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 tuned into what he has to do as a rookie to get on the field right away, and help his football team. He's not about distractions because a lot of let's be honest, a lot of the guys coming out of college or coming from where they come from get into the pros. And the first thing they want to do is post what they have on Instagram, on Twitter, X or whatever social media platform they're on. They mm-hmm. want all the fanfare. They want all the adulation. They want all the attention. And he's not looking for that. He's just he's just there for the grind and getting better. Now, if he was on X and Twitter, he would hear me say, look, Jacoby Bennett is going to be a, a starter right away. I said on Twitter X that. I'm going to tweet Jacorian Bennett's name until he's a starter. <laughs> he would have been able to see that. You can't see that, unfortunately, but it's cool. I it, I, I prefer a rookie who comes with his head down and says, like, I'm here to grind. I'm not here for all the other extracurricular activity that goes on. Shut everything out and just let me get in a room and work with my guys and get better. And I think with that mentality, he's going to go far with that. Now, we'll see if all of this, trans- as I said, we'll see if this translates to, to the preseason. I'm excited for Jacorian Bennett. I think he's going to start. I think that the Raiders secondary with their cornerback room is going to be Marcus Peters on one end, Jacorian Bennett on the other end, and Nate Hobbs in the slot. We'll see if that pans out. Preseason will help him uh, cement his spot in the secondary. We'll see. We'll see if those turnovers and all the buzz that's coming out of camp translates. I hope it does. Well, and and as Jason Fitz said, remember last week when we had him on, he had talked to some friends of his in the NFL who talked about what a great pick he was and what a dog he was going to be in the NFL. Uh, and then we heard it from Baldy too. So, so you look at this kid, he's set up for success, but hearing that he's talking to the best receiver in the NFL and trying to learn the mindset of the receiver, especially. So he's fortunate. He's got that guy right there, right? That he's got Devontae Adams there. But again, to understand the receiver mindset so that as a cornerback, he knows how to play it. And that is key because some guys can walk in the door. Yeah, they might tap into Marcus Peters and then think, hey, I got this dog. I'm going to do my own thing. Uh, But that's not what we're seeing. We saw Damon Arnett, some of those guys who went through the Raiders and were gone very quickly not really do that or take that same approach to see this kid do it shows a level of maturity and professionalism. The guys he mentions in the press conference, those are the guys you want him emulating. So that is very, very good news. And Jacorian Bennett, look, he's got all the skill set and, and he's a rookie. So you're going to expect him to struggle at times, especially with the division the Raiders are playing in the FC West. But if this continues, and we'll see, obviously, some live action this coming weekend as they take on the 49ers in Las Vegas, but but uh, I'm excited about him, Mo. Um, the other thing, by the way, besides Ja'Cory Bennett, was Nate Hobbs spoke to the media, too. Nate Hobbs has been back and, and doing well and playing more, as we expected, in the slot. But he also said that he was comfortable playing wherever he goes. He doesn't care as long as it helps the team, which is really good. But he also mentioned Marcus Peters at length, talking about Marcus Peters and his football IQ and Nate Hobbs learning from that and seeing it and then understanding. He also mentioned Marcus Epps. So when we talk about, we we talked about Marcus Peters coming in and what a great get that was. And some people poo-pooed it to say, well, he's not the player he used to be. 
But I know you and I both and a lot of folks in the media who cover the team said the same thing, which was this acquisition was key for this room. This was a veteran coming in, even if Marcus Peters and and I hope I'm wrong. I hope he does really, really well. But even if he was a diminished Marcus Peters, what he's bringing to that young group is so much more than you can anticipate uh, when you just look at stats, Mo. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Right, and what did I say at the beginning of the segment? The one thing that the Raiders have struggled with forcing turnovers, and that's turnovers. what Marcus Peters is known for. Yeah. So if, if you can give me 75% of what Marcus Peters was in his prime, I'll take that over what the Raiders have had in their in their secondary for the past few years. So I think you have to have some perspective when you look at uh, the positivity or the 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 positive, the net positive that Marcus Peters brings to the secondary is he can get those turnovers. And that's been the talk of training camp. Now, again, I know it's training camp, but mm-hmm. Marcus Peters has done this for, for close to a decade now. So this isn't something that's new for Marcus Peters. Oh, he's doing it at training camp. What are you doing the season? No, we've seen him do it in the regular season in the playoffs. So I'm not worried about Marcus Peters. I, I think he, I think he's a, he was a net positive as far as free agency is concerned, a late addition, of course, but for the, for the money that they're spending to have him in that secondary, it's, it's definitely a win. And the players you hear speak about it and they call him MP, uh, Nate Hobbs, Jacorian Bennett, both said that they, they, they get a lot from him. Now they can't yeah. get his instinct that he no. brings to the field, but, the way he sees the field and the way he sees offenses, I think they can take something from that. Not only that, but to me, what I always look for in camp is sort of, you know, they, they, they always do it. It's a psychological, it's a cultural piece, which is sort of what is the script? What are they being preached to about? Now, if I go back to last year, I know it was a new, new coach, new everything coming in. Um, on the defensive side, to me, last year, the, the drum that I heard a lot about was pass rush. Now, they didn't improve that much in the pass rush versus the previous year. Uh, it was not great again last year, but that's what I heard a lot of was the, you know, was the idea of we got to get at the quarterback. We got we to gotta play smart. We got to play this. This year, it's all about the turnover, as you mentioned, and which is a good sign. But I want to go back to something else Nate Hobbs said and get your reaction, Mo, which was he said, quote, game-changing plays. That's what it's about. When you do that in every day in practice, you create a habit. When you create a habit, that's just who you are. It's your psyche. You don't know any better. So in a game, you see the ball, your mind is going to say, punch it without even having to do it. That is what this team has lacked on defense, especially in that defensive backfield, the aggressiveness of Marcus Peters and and a team that creates turnovers. And, And so to hear that, 
It's very important that the guys there, especially some of these young guys, are thinking that way because you have to live it. It has to come become second nature, muscle memory. So that's very uplifting, and that's very optimistic for this team. Yeah, and I hope that translates because as the last time the Raiders had a respectable defense, I believe it was 2016 when they got to the playoffs. I believe they tied the Kansas City Chiefs for the most takeaways in the league. Now, they they weren't great at stopping teams getting upfield on third down, or they, they were letting some scores go, but they were able to force some turnovers, which offset some of their shortcomings on the defensive side of the ball. Now, if they could do that this year, let's say they could be middle of the pack, I don't know, 15th to 17th in, in yards allowed and, and points allowed, but let's say they're top five in takeaways. It would really help them a long way in that in that AFC West division and against other opponents, just getting that defense off the field because I don't know this firsthand, but I would imagine it is draining to be if you're a defender and you're on the field for 35 to 45 minutes a game. 35 to 40 minutes in the game, knowing that your, your offense may be struggling here or there, but you just can't get off the field on third down. The team is just getting you by death by a thousand cuts. Your defenders are huffing and puffing on the sideline and, and on the field. And there's just no end to it. So eventually your defense is going to wear down. What those turnovers do is it gives your defense a break and it gives your offense more possession. So not only from a, a vacuum of saying, okay, we get the turnovers is positive, but it also helps your offense, helps your defense get healthy and preserves their health for the, you know, for the entire game, for the entire season. It does. And right now they're talking the talk. That's great. But you got to walk the walk, right? So when you get on the field, we have to see how this all translates but very positive note, I think, coming out of camp. And, of course, for those that are there watching practice every day, they've also reported that the defenses look good. Um, and so we'll see. Their first test will be this week against the 49ers in practice and then the 49ers with the uh, preseason game there in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. So we'll have to see how that rolls out. Okay, we're going to take our final break. Oh, no, before we go to the break, I wanted to talk about this too. Uh, late in the week, we heard uh, that Jermaine Illuminor was getting time at right guard. Reaction, Mo. I want because we we kind of figured that Illuminor was going to be the right tackle, and he still may be. Don't know, but early on in camp here, we're seeing him move to right guard. What does that tell you? That tells me that Bear Mumford is showing them something at training mm. camp that they may want to explore a combination with Bear Mumford at right tackle. And Jermaine Illuminar at right guard. Now, I think Jermaine Illuminar should stay at right tackle. But the Raiders are looking at it at, as we want the best five guys on the field. So we've talked about this before. The weak spot on that offensive line, in our opinion, is the right guard spot. They wouldn't have signed Greg Van Roten if, it, if that wasn't the case. I don't think Alex Bars is a starter. But if you could get Jermaine Illuminar over at right guard and Thea Mumford looks good in training camp and he could play right tackle, then you have a better five than, let's say, having Jermaine Illuminar at right tackle and Alex Bars and Greg Van Roten at right guard. So it's about just having the best five guys on the field. But I do still expect Jermaine Illuminar to hold on to the right tackle spot because I think Greg Van Roten, if he can stay healthy, can claim the right guard spot. And that'll come out, I think, in the wash as well, This start to at least this week with these joint practices because we'll hear a lot there too when you're going against some live action, how these guys do. And then we'll see a little bit in the preseason game as well on Sunday. So there you go. Really quick, Josh McDaniels also said that they're playing with different combinations because the chances of you having the same five guys on the field for 17 games 
very unlikely. Somebody's going to have an injury. Somebody's going to go down. Something's going to happen. Right. So you have to have different combination of guys so that when they play together during the regular season, they don't seem foreign to each other. They're familiar with each other playing next to one another. So that's also something to think about when you when you hear about different combinations on the off- offensive line on the field at training camp. Well put. The bow on this segment. Thank you, Mo. Uh, we're going to take our break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Josh Jacobs again. Yes, we're going to talk about Josh Jacobs a little bit there about a story that's been spreading or a, a narrative that's been spreading in some media. And I'm going to get up on the soapbox about this one. So we'll do that when we come back uh, from the break. This is Silver and Black today with Mo and Scott. We're coming back right after these words. <laughs> 